With the research hunt for a COVID-19 vaccine in full swing, our population sheltering in place at home and working from home as well, and now with stimulus checks and business bailouts in full gear, also in full operation are those running related scams and frauds to get your money. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan, sheltering in place just like you are. From their locations domestically or internationally, well-organized fraud and scam operations are pushing everything from COVID-19 cures and online testing kits to posing as your company's security service to gain entry to corporate networks or seeing to verify your, your personal account numbers to intercept your stimulus check. And those are not the only ones. It's game on time for the scammers against us, so it needs to be game on time for us not to be taken in. On this edition, our direction is to help you to avoid the scammers and not lose your money or anything else. Always on top of many of the latest scams being perpetrated, we have a special touch base with Denver District Attorney, Ms. Beth McCann. Uh, we are concerned about um, the people who take advantage of any kind of situation to prey on other people and uh, mm -hmm. prey on their fears and anxiety so um, we have been getting the word out through our we have a monthly uh, letter that we send out about frauds called the monthly fraud newsletter and um, trying to get the word out to people to be on the lookout for scams and frauds um, and yes we are hearing about them throughout the city so people need to be careful about this yeah, is there any specific one that gets repeated over and over? I know the ones that uh, I've heard about is that you get a pitch at home and you can get a, a uh, an, an at-home COVID-19 test kit, <laughs> you know, if you want right. to pay for that. Have you heard anything specific like that, vaccines and cures and stuff? Um, all of the above. Um, we are concerned about people being receptive to the idea that they could do a test at home um, you know because you can test for a lot of things at home we're worried that people will think well why not you know um, why wouldn't I be able to just put this swab up my nose and put it in a some kind of solution and it would tell me if I'm if I have COVID and you know everybody wants to know you know if you have the symptoms and you're not able to get tested because you're young or because you are the symptoms aren't that severe, then you want to know, do I have it? Um, and, of course, your family wants to know. So, you know, I think that's one that we think people might be very susceptible to. But there is no in-home test available for COVID-19. So please do not respond to something like that. I think the other one that is causing us a lot of concern is this idea that we can get your stimulus check to you faster or we can help you get your stimulus check. Um, and that is just not the case. There is no one that can get you your stimulus check faster. Um, you know, it's all being done through the IRS. Um, and so, but that again, you know, people are desperate and the idea that someone could maybe help them get their account verified so it's a quicker response and then people will turn over their account information to them so that's oh my the reason we're, you know we're really concerned about that I need your bank account information so I can give I can help you get that to the IRS and get that in quicker um, so we really want to make sure people do not respond to those um, they are fake and 
they are people that are taking advantage of the situation. So, uh, yes, we're, we're concerned about that. And then we've heard about even on next door, you know, that web, um, virtual community, um, yeah. neighborhood email system that people might volunteer to help someone, um, get mm-hmm. groceries or get supplies, but you know, you need to pay them a little bit and, um, again, we are urging that people try to stick with people that they know um, or maybe through their faith community if they belong to a church or a synagogue or something like that, um, yeah. you know, rather than strangers offering to help. Yeah, are, are we seeing that um, a lot of these calls and attempts are being made to maybe senior people that are a little more trusting, not necessarily boomer senior people, but, you know, our parents and grandparents, they tend to be a little more less acceptable than we are. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I don't know that we can say definitively that that is the case. Um, I think traditionally we have um, felt that the elderly tend to get targeted because often they live by themselves and um, mm-hmm. they are more trusting and they are um, sometimes – especially with the technology, they may not be as familiar with that. And so, yeah, sure. but I don't know that we can say that they are being targeted in these, in these scams. Um, I think that they, you know, will target anyone that, that they think might be, they could convince to send money or pay them something or to give them their account number. These guys yeah, sure. are good. I mean, this is their job, right? So, you know, we mm-hmm. all get trained to do our jobs and, learn the things that work and the things that don't work. And so, um, you know, this is what they do. And so they become better and better at it the more they do it and figuring no, out who I, they might target. A lot of people think that this is a lot of domestic scamming and stuff, but these are also international organizations that are well-financed and well-executed to get this stuff done. Absolutely. I mean, that's Part of our frustration is we we often cannot file a criminal case. Um, we refer them to the Attorney General's office or the Federal Trade Commission. Uh, some of these come in from overseas. Very hard to track, very hard to file, very hard to prove. Um, so the the best line of defense is don't don't fall for it. You know, we've been hearing too that there have been some fake emails being circulated that it's coming from the World Health Organization or for the Centers from Disease Control, specifically looking for information like that. And as far as I know, neither one of those organizations will be sending anything out like that in the first place. No, they don't. Um, You know, you can go to their website where they put all of their information, but they're not going to be proactively sending out emails asking people for, you know, symptoms or for what, what they can do to help them, that's not mm-hmm. going to happen. It's just like the IRS calls, you know. The IRS is not going to be calling people and telling them that there's some problem with their with their um, tax return or they have a search warrant or whatever. Um, so it's the same kind of thing. These governmental organizations are not going to be proactively sending out emails to people individually asking for information. Uh, With so many people working from home and quarantined and sheltering in place, you're probably seeing some uh, interesting scams 
and frauds that are taking place there too, you know, to uh, the one we've been hearing about is a fake email that goes around saying, hi, we're working with your company tech support. We want to verify your passwords and stuff so you can enter the network. And yeah. I don't know if you've, you've heard that uh, yourself there too as well or something like it. Yeah, I haven't heard so much about that one, but um, it's certainly possible. These are these are innovative and creative people who will, you know, take advantage of a situation um, to scam people. So it wouldn't surprise me if they're trying to get passwords and information about an account so they can use it. Um, yeah, yeah. To get into someone's bank account or to get into someone's computer and then and then try to um, get information from the computer. So um, it's just, uh, you know, it's kind of disgusting that we have to worry about this kind of thing in the middle of this horrible pandemic. And there's so much anxiety and stress right now anyway. So it's, um, it's really disgusting that people will prey on other people in this kind of situation. But we have to be mindful of that. Yeah, it seems as if they just come up with stuff as soon as the calamity appears, especially if the government's going to be sending money. Oh, my goodness, we got to figure out some way to separate people from it. And they come up with this stuff over and over. And, uh, you know, I love the Internet, but it seems as if the Internet has made some of this stuff a lot worse than what it used to be. Oh, I, I think so, for sure. I mean, the other thing is that people do need to be careful about donating you know all of us want to help and people are in a position to make a donation um to a food bank or to a group um you just i don't know that we've had a lot of that kind of scam but you just need to be careful um especially if you get it through a phone call you know ask them to send you information and an envelope um don't give the information on the phone don't give your credit card on the phone and um, there are many, many excellent nonprofits that are doing a lot of great work um, with people that need the money. So um, yeah. it's certainly okay to donate, but just be careful and make sure that, you know, go on the legitimate website. Um, if it's a friend of yours that asks you to donate, of course, that's fine. But just be careful if you get random calls about donating to some cause that's working on the COVID-19 um, mm-hmm. issue. So, yeah, just be oh. careful, I think, is the main thing. So that's the key then. Uh, unsolicited phone calls, be careful of, one. Um, and also anybody that wants you to send gift cards or give personal information or account information, uh, just hang up and say no. That is the, uh, I think you mentioned it. That's probably one of the best lines of defense. It's certainly all right to say, um, you know, I'm not comfortable on the phone. Can you send me some information? Um, mm-hmm. or direct me to a website, uh, and yeah, then you can yeah. see if there's a legitimate, legitimate website, or just don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still think one of one of the best devices invented was caller ID. You don't know the number, don't answer the phone. Exactly, exactly, okay. yeah. What kind of assistance can um, consumers maybe receive from the FTC or the FBI, 
state AG or your office in case they feel they have been uh, defrauded or uh, scammed? So we have a fraud line that is answered by, um, monitored by investigators who are experienced in fraud and scams. And mm-hmm. that phone number um, is 720 913 9179. 720 913 9179? Yes. Okay. And that's also on our website. Um, and we also send out the monthly fraud letter. If someone would like to be on the fraud letter, they can um, email uh, our person that handles that. It's amc at denverda.org to get on our monthly scam letters. And I think you can also sign up on our website. Um, okay, so it's amc at denverda.org. Yes. Okay. Now, okay. Uh, the Attorney General also has a website called Stop Fraud Colorado. Right. .gov. Um, .gov, I think it is. Stop Fraud Colorado. .gov. Um, okay. And then they will refer things to the Federal Trade Commission as well. I don't have the Federal Trade Commission um, website. As our response to COVID continues to go on, and this may go on for months and months, do you expect to see? new ones and more (laughs) that people need to at least be wary that those may be coming? Well, um, I would like to say no, but I think probably there will be, um, just like the viruses themselves, um, things mutate and expand and change as necessary. And so um, I would expect that we may continue to see this, particularly if there are um, is additional funding that comes available from the government. Um, that may be another avenue that scammers will pursue. Uh, so that, again, is something to watch out for. Many thanks to Denver District Attorney Beth McCann for sharing her insights and taking a few moments with us on this edition. If you think you've been scammed or wish to share an attempt on you, the Denver DA's fraud hotline is available at 720-913-6752. Again, the number is 720-913-6752. To keep up on their anti-fraud efforts and other information you need to know, the DA's newsletter will keep you updated. You can sign up online with an email to amc at denverda.org. That's amc at denverda.org slash subscribe. And finally, the special insurance sign-up period for Connect for Health Colorado is still open online at connectforhealth.org. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Stay on your game. And many thanks to you for sharing a few moments of your sheltered-in-place weekend with us.